Dinosaurs, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Yep. Hey, Mary. Yes, the most important game in all of history and prehistory was unleashed into the world. What game is that again? I forgot. Dinosaur Table Battles. Yay! Woohoo! Mary is happy. Mary is happy. I have to say that I don't know if I've seen you this happy before. I don't think you were this happy when we got married. You were pretty happy then. I think you're happier now. Oh, Tom. I I was almost as happy as this. Okay. Well, I'm saying you think you're happier now. It's, it's, it's a close call. It is. But, uh, but it's a super close call. So people have ordered the game, and we've... What are you looking for? I just wanted to see what was on your list. Uh, on the list, uh, there, there are two things. One is uh, Dinosaur Table Battles. That's we're talking about right now. Yeah. First thing we're talking about is number one on the list. Number two on the list is what's next for dinosaurs that's actually not on my list but uh it is on the list yeah, well, I, I see it it's actually 1.1 1. 1. no I'm, I'm looking at the list right now what, what how are you seeing this i don't see it there at all um so i know we're doing dino gauge yeah we need to do expansions for dino tb well, i should get my water oh let me get the water for you no because you'll drink it no i won't you stay here i'll get the water yes. no i'll get <laughs> I have your water. And he's drinking it. A little sip. That was my fake laugh, by the way, not my real laugh, which is normal and not at all creepy. That's very creepy. <laughs> not that one. My normal laugh. Is your not... normal laugh is creepy. No, I don't think so. Uh, expansion to Dinosaur Table Battles. Well, we're going to see how people react to the first set. I can't believe this. Well, no, because in order to do the expansion, and you see what works and what doesn't, what people like, what I can lean into, just like when the regular table battles, I knew I was going to do expansions. That's the whole point, to create something that I could expand upon. But I needed to see what people reacted to so that I could build the expansion towards that. You know, like, okay, people aren't so big on this part, so let's let's de-emphasize that. People enjoy this more. I'm going to emphasize that. Uh, the thing with an expansion is it lets you go in different directions, but you're also really playing to, you're also preaching to the choir. People already are into it, so I want to give them more of what they're into. And that's going to be the same thing for Dinosaur Tail Battles. I'm probably going to do an expansion because you're going to demand an expansion and you're in charge. But I'm going to see how people enjoy the game, what they enjoy about it, so I can use that as a foundation for for informing, you know, the one expansion that we do for it. One. One to start. Mm -hmm. The art's not cheap on this. That reminds me. One. Maybe there'll be two. We'll see how the first one does. Dino TV, that's the first game we've released in a while. Last one we released before that was back in March. So it's nice to finally get a new game out and get that one out in particular because I know you've been waiting for that one for a little while one you know this, this this might be a secret Mary but I don't think I would have done that game if you hadn't asked me to yeah there's no way you would have done that game if I hadn't <laughs> asked you I did it for you it was a present and I appreciate thank you so much yeah so because I've done that like I'm, yeah you I'm, don't get away with anything oh man once I do the second one, though, then then I'll be okay. There's going to be a second dinosaur table battles. No, I'm a second dinosaur game. I mean, I I know expansions, but 
Wow. No, not second Another standalone. Standalone. I don't, I don't think so. This one would be like mammals from anywhere from 20 to 50 million years ago? Yes. Are you really interested in, in, in mammals of uh, yes, large animals? Yes, I've always been interested in that, yeah. That and dinosaurs. Oh, I, I knew about the dinosaurs. That dinosaurs kind of overshadowed it for me, I think. No one really could talk about the... Also the period uh, prior to the dinosaurs. Actually, everything. <laughs> everything, yeah. Just everything. You, you know what I... You know what, you but know we I, do have to do a space one, because I love space. Okay, well, I, I always wanted to be an astronomer, but math. Math, math. destroyed it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Math. Or maths, if you're British. Uh, you're better at math than I am. I have trouble with simple addition. What's 16 plus 9? Uh, yeah, 25, baby. 25. That's easy. Yeah, it was not easy for me. It takes me a bit. Yeah, I, I have no problem with arithmetic or the, the basics. Adding, subtracting... Multiplying, multiplying and dividing. dividing it's everything else of course i had some really awful teachers my algebra teacher didn't do much for me i'd even go in before or after school to see if i could get some help but he always had so many people surrounding his desk that i didn't really get anywhere with that and when i was in geometry the woman spent more of her time um, flirting with the guys in the front row and they were all guys all that's, young that's young problematic guys. Yeah, that I, she just assumed everybody knew what was going on, and I needed help. I had a tutor for a while, but he was more interested in um, chatting up his girlfriend, who would show up. My my experiences weren't much better. I remember being really glad in high school when I had finished taking the year or two years of math I needed to, because then you know, I was like, okay, I'm done now. No more math for me. First, they had me in, like, the regular math class, and I could not keep up. Three weeks into the semester, they transferred me to the remedial uh, math class. And then the remedial math class was going over the same stuff, but at a much slower pace. So, like, what was the first week of the regular math class, where I was kind of keeping up, that was, like, a month. Like, I started a month in, and they were still going over that a month later. So it was painfully slow. Yeah, they put me in advanced algebra. So instead of doing a two-year algebra course, it was a one-year. Oh my god. Everything went by so fast. And then I got put in geometry. I was like, what the heck? Thank god I didn't have to take calculus and trig. I'm interested in math stuff, but I'm just, I'm not good at it. I don't have a head for it. You're a lot better than I am. That's not true. You're, you're not good at the simple stuff, but you're much better at the other stuff. I'm much better at asking people who have degrees in math to do it for me, I, I think is what it is. Like, especially with some of the statistical analysis for some of the games. Like when uh, I was working on This Guilty Land, uh, you know, you have this thing with the deck of cards where you draw a card at the beginning of the game until everyone has four cards. And you could have a 4-4 four, four split, or you can have a very disparate split of like 4-16 to 16 or 4-20. to 20. And I needed to look at the statistics of those cards, because in the course of normal playtesting, we're only going to see a small portion of, of the possible combinations of cards in that. I asked uh, Toby Mao if he could do a simulation for me. And so he does this, this statistical simulation with like 10,000 different hands of cards, which gave us a rough idea of um, the combinatorial possibilities. And that's something I could use to figure out 
what to expect and, and to help balance the game. And I couldn't have done that on my own. One of the selling points we made with Dynasty Table Battles is there are over 900,000 different matches. I could not have come up with that myself. I actually had people helping me, walking me through the possibilities and, and you know, doing the math for me, as it were. So I'm, I'm really have benefited from the help of other people. I have a question about calculus. Yeah, I don't know anything but its name. Okay. Yeah, trade because, two. Because there's there's a song that the the Timberlake fellow had, which was, I know my calculus. It says you plus me equals us. That just seems like arithmetic to me. It does mm-hmm. not seem like calculus. It is just arithmetic. Or addition. S- someone should tell him that. Yeah. Let's get him on the phone. Well, whoever wrote it, did he write it? I don't know. He sung it. He he, he put his name to those words. Well, he he, he, he said he said this is a good idea. I'm I'm going I'm going to say this. Okay. That reminds me of Professor Calculus from Tintin. I'm not sure if that's his name in the Belgian comics or if it's just that's his name when it's translated because like uh, the little dog is called Snowy over here, but it has a different name like Malou or something like that uh, in France. I've seen the ones in French, but I don't read French, so I yeah. I don't know what their names are. The first time I read Tintin, because they had some of the albums at the, my local library, and the thing about where we live is that we have a very high population of Arab speakers. The Tintin comics were in Arabic, so the first Tintin comics I read were in Arabic, which I actually can't read Arabic, but, you know, it's comics, so I, I can figure out what's going on most of the time with, with the the body language of framing the composition and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That and Asterisk, both I read for the first time in Arabic because there weren't English language editions in, in our library until much later. So that was an interesting It's uh, a lot easier to get the gist of what's going on with something like that. Orson Welles apparently used to, you know, he, he would go watch films, go to film festivals and whatnot, and apparently he used to like to watch films foreign language films and language he didn't understand without the subtitles. If they're good at acting, then then you can tell what's going on. Which, I mean, maybe. I think it depends on, on what kind of script we got going on here, because if it's like very uh, philosophical stuff, maybe maybe that's not going to sell it, buddy. But yeah. Well, I saw some French and German movies without subtitles. And as long as they're like a mystery or adventure or something, it, those are easy. It, it, it's more like the romances and stuff like that. But that I, are... I don't think I'd want to see Bergman's flicks without um, no. subtitles. No. Uh, yeah, I, I would assume comedies wouldn't do as well. Especially like very verbal comedies, obviously, wouldn't do as well without the subtitles. Oh, gosh, yeah. Although, it might be better. I saw, was it French Twist? I can't remember. Oh my God, I knew that guy was supposed to be saying that he's the husband. I know he was supposed to be saying funny stuff and it was coming off really flat. Whoever did the subtitles, oh my God, they were terrible. They probably did a literal translation instead of, you know, one that had the flavor of it. I remember, you remember um, Throne of Blood, the Kurosawa film? It's it's basically... um, Macbeth, but uh, to show him a few, and he gets killed with arrows. <laughs> That's the one where he's yeah, okay. And they really shot him with arrows, didn't they? Yes, they did. He was not. He, he was, was really scared to death. <laughs> but when Criterion, uh, he put... was told not to move much. Yeah, I wouldn't move much either. <laughs> they did that with Cagney. 
they shot real bullets at him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. When um, Criterion did the DVD of Throne of Blood, or, or at least that's the story. I should say that's the story. <laughs> but go ahead. They had uh, two different translations. The language being used, what was being said, was very different because there's so many different ways to translate the idea of it into a vernacular, uh, heightened or otherwise, that makes sense for for Western or English-speaking audiences. Um, I found that really fascinating. Now, the worst subtitle I've ever seen uh, was not because of a bad translation, but because uh, the subtitles were white in a a black-and-white film, and the film was Alexander Nevsky. I saw that... uh, 16 millimeter series the library used to have and they're playing Alexander Nevsky and of course a half hour of that film is the battle on the ice which is mostly white white. you could not read the subtitles at all well I've seen more than one movie black and white movies where they have the subtitles Mm-hmm. And you will miss conversations or you'll, you'll, there'll be holes because you're looking at this person and maybe they're wearing something dark. So you're seeing either all the dialogue or most of the dialogue. Then they go to the other person or they've, they've got mostly, they're outside even. Oh my gosh, that's, that's even worse. Um, mostly light around the, the person and the white is over it. You can't see anything. So we're definitely doing Dinosaur TB expansions. I'm not committing to it at this time but it's a distinct possibility you just wait till I get a dinosaur <laughs> this is why you're not getting a dinosaur Mary uh, well that's probably uh, enough for this time um, now one thing that we should mention is that our next game release uh, will be in like a week from now Field of the Cloth of Gold. That was a lot of fun. We played recently, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you'd like it or not, because uh, some of the people I played it with said it reminded them of, like, some Kinesia games. Yeah, you said that, and no, it doesn't... doesn't <laughs> well, you me. liked it, so that's... <laughs> I, Kinesia may have done some good games. I don't know. <laughs> I've only played a handful of games, and they suck. <laughs> that's... We have a difference of opinion on those games. He did Tigers and Euphrates. Yeah. But I like that one, but I don't like the end. (laughs) Dinosaurs, everybody.